Hi there. If you haven't listened to the last guest episode, number 36, where I talked to Richard Matthews about how to lead a heroic life, make sure you go and listen to that after this episode. Retirement. That's a fuzzy place somewhere in the future for many people. Do we have to retire? How do we prepare for it? Will we really be free? And what does that mean exactly? I'm going to answer these questions and more as I travel the road. I'll cover different topics related to having the life you want. I don't pretend to have all the answers, so sometimes I'll have a guest who knows more than I do about a particular subject. I'm Jackie Doucette, and this is Beyond Retirement. Just sit back, relax, and let me lead you on a journey to freedom. Hi everyone, welcome to another solo episode of Beyond Retirement. This is season one, where I'm documenting my journey toward retirement and the lifestyle I want to have when I get there. This is where I try to think about all the things that stand between me and a confident retirement travel plan. If you remember, last week I touched briefly on the need for travel medical insurance, regardless of the length of your trip. This is episode 46, and today I'm going to dive a bit deeper into why that insurance is important, just in case you doubt it. It's true, in Canada we do have universal health care. But it doesn't cover everything, so many people opt for additional health insurance. As I mentioned last week, my husband and I are lucky to have insurance plans through our current employers. It covers us and our dependents. But our children aren't classified as dependents anymore, so they don't get the benefits. And we're starting to see just how much many healthcare products and services really cost. For people in other countries, I'm sorry I can't speak to your costs directly, but I'm sure that most of you feel the same squeeze when trying to pay for medical products and services. That's what I want to talk about today. There are options for domestic medical insurance that will help with the costs of prescriptions, medical exams, etc. But they aren't cheap options, are they? So how do you decide if health care insurance is a viable option for you domestically, let alone internationally? Well, as I told my daughter when she started to look, you have to compare what you pay without coverage and what the coverage will cost. If you've got a couple of really expensive prescriptions that you're refilling monthly, an insurance plan that covers those products and costs less per month than the prescriptions cost is probably something to consider. There are many different health insurance companies to choose from, so it's important to compare a few of them before you make a choice. The criteria that you compare obviously need to include the price, but there are a lot of other considerations too. Do you want a private or semi-private room? If you need to be in the hospital for any length of time, do you even want to include hospital stays in the coverage? Do you regularly use the services of massage therapists, chiropractors, and other holistic practitioners? Do you want dental coverage? And at what level? Just routine checkups? Or do you want more elaborate procedures than just cleanings and fillings? Do you have to be a full-time resident of the country to have coverage? Or can you be a snowbird, for example, leaving for up to five or six months of the year? Does it cover all medications or just certain types? What about if you have a pre-existing medical condition? Will it cover you completely or at all? And finally, are there any age restrictions on coverage? As I mentioned last week, there are companies that combine health and travel insurance. If you plan to do some traveling, it's a good idea to get insurance that covers multiple trips per year. You can always buy travel insurance when you buy plane tickets, if that's the way you're traveling but you'll probably end up paying more overall that way. And if you're using some of the flight hacking tips that I've discussed before, you may not get an opportunity to purchase travel insurance, 
so having it already sorted out is a bonus. Besides, it's always nice to have one less thing to think about when you're making the last-minute plans. Looking at medical costs internationally, I found a neat little infographic from a company called April International that summarizes the average cost for a consult with a general practitioner and with a specialist in 10 countries around the world. Starting at a price of 71 euros, currently about $111 Canadian, for a GP consult, it appears that the top five most expensive countries are the United Kingdom, United States, Canada, Australia, and Switzerland. Numbers 6 through 10 are China, Japan, Mexico, Thailand, and Morocco, where the GP consult is about 25 euros, roughly $39 Canadian. The specialist range is 37 to 135 euros, about 58 to 212 dollars Canadian. So there's quite a range, for sure. And this is just for the office visit, before any actual testing or procedures are considered. While many countries have very good health systems, there will undoubtedly be costs that crop up whenever you're traveling. Adequate health insurance is definitely important if you're planning to be out of your home country for an extended period of time. And let's face it, as we age, there will probably be more situations where we need medical attention. As much as we think we take care of our bodies, I think the general wear and tear of life does take a toll. We might be doing all the right things to live longer, healthier lives, but our bodies aren't indestructible. There's a planned obsolescence. Just like with everything on the market, nothing lasts forever. I've been thinking a lot about healthcare costs lately as I sort out the roadmap for my retirement lifestyle. And as I've mentioned numerous times, my plan is to travel extensively. I'm counting on the current situation to ease up by the time I'm ready to head out. The website I use to get the majority of my info is internationalliving.com because I like how they lay out their info. They have an annual global retirement index that rates a bunch of countries on various factors, including cost of living, health care, benefits, fitting in and entertainment, and climate. Each factor is rated independently and the scores are tallied. In case anyone is curious, the top country for healthcare in 2020 is Portugal with a score of 98 followed closely by Spain and Costa Rica at 97 and 96 respectively. Tied at the bottom of the list with 57 are Dominican Republic and Bolivia, with Belize close by at 63. I think routine medical and dental costs could be a problem if you don't have insurance, so if you're going to be traveling, it's probably a good idea to look into, as I mentioned last week. The costs can range so dramatically that it's just not the wisest choice to uh, gamble with it, I don't think. So I'm going to end there. Thanks very much for being with me today. And uh, I hope you'll tune into the next guest interview. It's with Kirby Ingalls, and he talks about how important it is to find something meaningful to do with your life. So in closing, I'd just like to remind you again that I've got a new service called the Lifestyle Intensive where I will help you sort out a blueprint for the next phase of your life. You can drop by my website, beyondretirement.ca, and then on the menu under Journey, you'll find Lifestyle Blueprint. That's the place you go. I look forward to working with you. And that's our show for this week. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Beyond Retirement. I'm your host, Jackie Doucette. If you liked what you heard, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts, review the show, and leave me a rating. It helps me move up in the ranks and reach more people. If you've got any questions or comments, drop by my website, www.beyondretirement.ca, 
and leave me a short message. Thanks again for listening, and we'll chat again next week. 